Welcome! This is Alphabet Flight, an encyclopedic Marvel journey where I go through the official handbook of the Marvel Universe and talk about the characters we all know and love and have forgotten as well. With me today is the wonderful, the stupendous, the lovely Anna Reynolds! Hi! Uh, we're going to talk about Cannonball. Cannonball? Yeah, Cannonball. Wow. It Do you have any idea? Very... Interesting name. Um, I'm. Should I like describe what sort of popped into my mind? So, if you were to create Cannonball as a character, mm. who who would you? What would you make? Make it okay. Be? So, he's about three feet tall. Okay. Built like a ton of bricks, though he's solid. He's very muscular. He's very built, and uh, but he's very short, and. Kind of circular, um, and he can just sort of throw himself at people, kind of like Sonic. Like, he can kind of roly-poly up and uh, just be used as a human wrecking ball. Um, maybe he's wearing, like, a Miley Cyrus outfit, too. Uh, so, like, what would they wear? Yeah, so, like, a unitard, a black unitard. Okay, oddly enough, you pretty much described Puck from Alphabet Flight. I mean, Alpha Flight. Okay. Who is... Who, like, I'll, I'll just give a quick synopsis of who Puck is, because I think Puck is amazing. Um, Puck was... Used to be a big burly man. A big, tall burly man. Okay? Who was, like, an acrobat and all that stuff. And um, he ticked off a... I think it was it was either a shaman or a witch, one of those, uh, and they basically made him into a tiny, built, like a smaller version of him, <laughs> and he's real strong because he has basically the he has like a huge man's muscles and a tiny body, and he's about three feet tall. Yeah, I just I bald. just googled him, and he's actually so close to what I described. Yes, you described Puck. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> so, I even said the black unitard thing. Yeah. Maybe, I don't know, maybe that was subconscious somehow. That's so funny. Yeah, well, He's uh, awesome. Who you described as almost a complete opposite of Cannonball. Yeah, I'm gonna okay. guess that's the case. Um, oh, wow. He wow, also that has fire is not boots. what I would expect. Look at, these, look at these fire boots. Those are some sick-ass boots. I love some nice boots. Great for adventuring yeah, and, and kicking I, I really, ass. Like, I don't know who drew him, but his, like, he has basically, like, a high top fade going on. Definitely. It does not suit the the head they uh, drew, like, at it, all. Not at all, no. He like, it looks like his, like, his head basically work. looks like a slice of pizza that someone bit a little bit off of. Yeah, he reminds me of this, uh, Weirdly enough, he reminds me of this dude from the 1930s who is, like, this super good rower. I don't know. That was my first thing that came to mind when I saw this guy. He was the guy who, at the Olympics in 1936, he was, like, the leader of the American rowing team. I, this is such an obscure thing, but I don't know. It just really reminded me of that. You you are basically a child. How do you know that? <laughs> um, It was on... <laughs> um, um, so it was on the, uh, the 12th grade reading list. 
The Boys in the Boat, which is a, uh, it's a non-fiction story of a, of the U Washington rowing team. <laughs> but that's the You know, the book- Boys on the Boat, the Boys on a Boat actually sounds like it'd probably be like a steamy teen romance or something. I wish it was. I wish it was like a, a rowing gay romance, like, set in the, the 1930s. Oh, that would be, oh, that would be so cool. Oh, I'm writing that down. <laughs> okay, New... that's what you need to do. You now you need to basically write fanfic about this rowing team. <laughs> I kind of wanted to while I was reading. I felt like whenever they said two boys were close friends, I was like, I bet there's more to that story. These two boys were close friends, and they might be so close sometimes they uh, sleep in the same bed and kiss each other. So now that we've gotten a history lesson, without me any actually mentioning any proper names or real dates. But there were just some guys in a boat, and he looks like one of those. Okay. Well, he is called Sam Guthrie. Or he's called Campbell, but his name is Sam Guthrie. And he's also a notable hero from Kentucky, which I hail Ah. from. He's from Kentucky. My cat is from Kentucky, so I have a deep affinity for that state. Especially its cats. Your cat is, uh, your cat hails from the place that I hail from, Kentucky. Maybe you guys are related. Maybe. Maybe I'm related to a cat. That'd be real cool. Yeah. Would it be cool if you went to a family reunion and it was just a bunch of, like, cats and puppies? You're just like, yes! I love my family! (laughs) She's from Bowling Green. I don't know if you... Oh, no, Bowling Green is actually where I lived for, like, six years. Yeah, we call her, so we call her Southern Belle whenever she's being particularly, I don't know, beauty pageant-esque. Oh, well, you know, I, I love being a real sassy cat. Like, she's but... real sassy and Southern. Also, oh, she pees great. on everything. This has been my cat hour. Yes. Well, I wish I could contribute to my cat hour, but I can't have a cat in this house because one of my roommates is super allergic. Aw. I know, I want a key. This has been the cat discussion zone. The Meowniverse. Uh, He first showed up in Marvel graphic novel number four. Oh, my favorite. Which, I don't know, something. So, uh, he... Uh, he his powers manifested whenever he was trapped in a uh, with coworkers in a coal mine. Um, That's a not good time for powers to show up. Which uh, because be- because his powers triggered, um, it basically made him able to escape. Mm. Then Donald Pier- Pierce but was everyone else saved. Uh, at least his coworkers were. So, huh, okay, cool. You know, it says nothing else here. I really care about those minor characters. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, Donald Pierce, who is a, a member of the Hellfire Club, which you may or may not know anything about. Probably yeah, not. Yeah, I don't. Okay, they're basically like uh, a group of uh, very powerful and wealthy people who try to um, influence society. Are they villains i'm guessing they're villains they're also heavily s&m themed 
Because they and, they have the word hell in their name. Although, that's not necessarily a rule, it's just, there's also the fire. Well, you know, I prefer I prefer the heck fire club, where, you know... <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, we just kind of discuss fire. We We just give a heck about fire. Man, this... Man, we're so heckin' bad. We're gonna blow up this... <laughs> imagine <laughs> imagine a, a villain group that just used the word hecking all the time. Oh my god. <laughs> the worst villains ever. We're yeah, the heckin' uh, baddest. So, he basically joined the New Mutants, which is okay. a was a team of young mutants that was after the main mutants. Uh, There's so Cyclops. many mutant teams. There's so many, like yes, a, there's... A NFL. Well, well, okay, let me name all of the uh, X teams I know of right now. Okay. X-Static. From Detroit. Um, X, um, X-Force, X... Wait, there was... Generation X. Yeah, there's just a lot. There's just a lot. They're like, it's, it's, it's like baseball teams or something. There's so many. Yeah, there's so many. There's too many. And they're boring. Just kidding! Uh, yeah, I would say a lot of X-Men books get boring after a while. Yeah, I would also believe that he weighs 150 pounds. He's very spindly. He can produce thermoelectrical energy and release it from his skin. Alright. By an act of will. That sounds like that would burn. Well, it does. (laughs) And he basically can make exhaust. Like, he basically flies through the air like a rocket. Wait. So he just makes his own rocket? Rock. Yeah, he he basically rockets oh, around. Oh, I see the cannonball thing now. Yeah. Okay. That's um, actually pretty cool. Yeah, no, it, it is actually pretty cool. At first, he could not stop the propulsion until an uh, immediate <laughs> store of energy was depleted. Or he hit an obstruction. Yikes. Yeah, he learned how to cut it it's off at will recently. It's kind of like learning to ski or snowboard. Yeah, yeah, well, he eventually learned how to stop it, so that's good. Um, But also, while he's flying, while he's, like, blasting, as he says it, which I think sounds very suggestive, but, you know. I love that. When he's blasting. (laughs) Yes. He's basically. I hope he says that in every, every page. Just gotta blast. Yeah, but he is uh, invulnerable, basically. Oh, that's interesting. That's that's like a double whammy, double powers. Like, you get the cool thing, and then another cool thing happens while you're doing the cool thing. But also, uh, if he's like holding anyone while blasting, um, those people are also protective, or things or people are also protected. Whoa, cool. So yeah, it's fairly really useful. Um, but they're. He should become, like, a mutant Uber driver, like, hey, I'll pick you up, I won't charge as much, and you can't be shot. Yeah, that'd actually probably be a really good service in the Marvel Universe. It's a lot of security. Yeah, you can't be, you can't be gunned down by a supervillain. Okay, so it says right now, okay, like, it it has a thing that says limitations. I'm gonna read you what happens, because they're not limitations. Uh (laughs) Let me tell you that. It is at present. It is not. Uh, there's no known upper limit to the range Cannonball can travel <laughs> while using his powers or velocity he can achieve. So, so he could be a real space boy. But that that is definitely not a limitation. 
In fact, if anything, that is the opening up of his powers even more. I mean, I think that's beautiful. <laughs> yeah, it is. He is yet to be observed to travel a- as fast as the speed of sound. Oh, so shucks. what they're so, so what they're sucks. saying is <laughs> no, no. It's what he say. What they're saying is we know he could probably do better, and that's what his limitations are. He's not no, giving it his all. No, that's not a limitation. <laughs> that's his limitation. He's not giving it his all. He's uh, not the Flash. Also, also, uh, Sonic is faster than him because, uh, as oh. you'll hear by the famous Crush 40 song, uh, CD Escape, uh, Sonic runs around at the speed of sound. That's interesting, because I was really picturing Sonic when you said the name. But like a human version. Just like a roly-poly thing. That's interesting. A Sonic connection. Okay, plugs. You can follow me at Banana Pepper, which is just Ban Anna Pepper. Just, that's how you spell it. Um, and that's basically it. Uh, I don't have much else lined up at the moment um i'm working on some things but they're not live yet yeah okay but this is jesse i have a choose your own adventure podcast uh, which where we go through a choose your own adventure book and we goof slash tear it apart uh, I also have a podcast called Random Sampling, where we, uh, the we being me and Karen Nelson, who you've heard before, uh, talk about random subjects via Wikipedia or other things. <clears throat> we also, I also have a podcast coming out only in the month of January called Me Last Year, where uh, people go, uh, well, people where people send in uh, solo recordings of them reflecting on the last year before they are too corrupted uh, by, before the memories are too corrupted by time. Um, you can support the show by subscribing, rating, and re- reviewing on iTunes and Stitcher. You can also support the show in a monetary fashion by supporting the Patreon, which should be uh, on the page and also in the links below. Um, the artwork is done by Ryan Healy. This has been Alphabet Flight and may Conchu protect you through all of your night travels. Bye. Bye.